Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good afternoon, and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Kimberly Osgood, your host for Smart Money Moves, and our topic today is Retire Your Way. And our special guest for today is Ms. Michelle Farrell with MKM Advisors. Good afternoon, Michelle. Um, Good afternoon, Kimberly. Thank you for having me on your show today. Good. I'm glad. Thank you for being my guest today. I'm really excited about today's show. Um, First off, give us first a little background. Um, Tell our audience a little bit about yourself, what it is you do, and how did you get started in financial planning? Uh, I would love to. Thank you. Uh, So I... Um, this is my second career. My first career, I started in insurance, but I started on the claim side. So I investigated car accidents. So I always have had a love and understanding for insurance. And I know it's a weird thing to say I love insurance, but I really, really do. Um, and then eight years ago, I was looking for a way to give back to, um, you know, to the community, uh, back to my peers. And I wasn't sure what that was looking, uh, what that was going to look like. And I got invited to do an interview um, with a financial services group. They were heavy in recruiting. And they showed a career where somebody could come in, could be taught about financial services, how to, you know, make sure you're properly protected, make sure you know how to budget, you know, make sure that you're saving money for retirement and making sure you're protecting those assets. And um, and then I'm like, this is how I make a difference. And I was having a conversation with my mom when I were uh, when I was making the decision. Um, I take care of my mom. And back when I was nine years old, my dad had been laid off from his job, hmm. and he lost all of his life insurance with it. And oh, wow. three weeks later, at the age of 52, he died of a heart attack. So he cool. basically passed away. Not he had a little bit of of insurance to the to the VA, but really left my mom without anything but what they saved. And he was, you know, this was back in the 80s. He handled all of the money. Now my mom's a single single mom. She was just getting back into the workforce because I had just turned nine. And she was in survivor mode. So, um, and she had the mindset of how am I going to, you know, how it started off, how am I going to pay my mortgage to, how am I going to pay my rent because she – received some bad advice from a big broker brokerage firm who had their commissions and not her well-being um, in mind. Uh, basically, at age 55, lost all of her investments, used her 401k as an emergency fund because she, she was, she, her mindset was, well, I just need to get to the next month, and I'm going to work until I die anyway. And then at age 65, um, her body said, no, you're not going to be able to work anymore. And her first Social Security check was less than $1,300. And so knowing my mom's background, I realized, like, this is how I can really make a difference. 
And I was back in 2008, I'm like, Occupy Wall Street, financial services sucks. And what I realized is financial services and the big companies, they don't suck. It's that the education isn't trickling down to middle, middle America. Mm-hmm. And I would even say the education doesn't necessarily even trickle down to business owners and to even high earners uh, because it's just not taught anywhere. You really have to go out of your way to seek it. And if we go to our favorite education source of Google, there's so many education, you know, there's different websites, and a lot of them are self-serving. You never know what's the right the right thing. Is it, you know, is it buy term and invest the difference? Is it mm-hmm. buy a whole life policy? You know, and the thing, the, the truth is, is it's not a one-size-fits-all for everybody. It depends on your, your specific need. And mm-hmm. so... Then I became, I created my mission to make sure I'm, I'm educating, I'm empowering, and I'm teaching people how to make their own decisions when it comes to money, um, especially with women. Because right. John, John Hancock did a study really quick, um, did a study that if a woman isn't educated, she's, gonna, she's going to, when she has a 401K, she sets up an IRA, whatever she does, or she's not going to invest that she's going to be very conservative. So mm-hmm. a lot of times she actually earns less than what inflation is. But mm, when you okay. educate a woman and you empower them to make smart money moves, then all of a sudden not only are they investing in a more aggressive portfolio, they're being more intentional about it, and they actually can earn, they typically earn a better rate of return annually than a man will. So it really comes down to educating and making sure that the right resources that there are available for for everybody. Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. Yeah. So it's it's interesting how you were able to use your family situation to really propel you and motivate you to go out into the community and really teach other people, you know, because you can see the downsides. You can see what happens when someone doesn't have enough insurance or doesn't have enough investments. So you're able to really, through firsthand experience, go into the community and teach people what they need to know. I think that's fabulous. Thank you. Now, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's with education, right? Right. It's, yeah, education is very important. Now, uh, the title of our show is Retire Your Way, and we're going to be dealing with retirement planning strategies. Now, you work with both individuals as well as small business owners, correct? Correct. Okay. Now, what is the percentage to, of your small business owners compared to your individuals that you work with? Um, right now, it's about 50-50. So okay. one, of my, one of my niches is, you know, when people are approaching retirement and they're in their in their late 50s, early 60s, it's starting mm-hmm. to make sure that your money is invested in the correct places. We're starting to make um, some adjustments to how your portfolio um, is going to work. We start putting in the numbers of how much do I need to work um, or how much do I need to live on every year? Do I need to pay off some debt? Um, am I going to stay where I'm living or am I going to move my house? So we start really looking at an overall picture. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to wait until the day, you know, like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm going to retire at 65, so I'm going to talk to a financial advisor because it's too late to make any moves. We want to be it offensive is. and defensive. So, mm-hmm. um, so I really like working with that niche, but then I also like working with the business owners. And what I love about the business owners is, as you, you probably could appreciate, Kimberly, is that as a business owner, we're focused on growing our businesses. We're not right. necessarily thinking about, 
what's going to happen in 5, 10, 15, 20 years when I want to retire or, God forbid, my business becomes obsolete or um, something happens to me that I no longer want to work or I just get burnt out. Like after 20 years, you're like, you know what, I don't want to run this restaurant anymore. I don't want to keep consulting with people. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to manage people. I want a way out. So it's looking at how are we going to put them in a place where they're able to maintain their lifestyle they decide to walk away from their business. And then the other perk with working with business owners is a lot of times then I, it's a way for me to go in and talk to the employees too. So I'm able to Definitely. do a lunch and learn with them. I'm okay. able, if I set up a 401k plan, I could sit down and anybody, anytime I set up a 401k, I also offer every employee, whether they're eligible for that, re, that retirement service or not, is I, I'll give them 30 complimentary minutes just to do a review, um, make sure they're on, you know, make sure their their investments make track with their investment portfolio. You know, maybe they have a spouse that doesn't have anything set up, so it's talking about, well, let's get your spouse on the right track too. Maybe they forgot about a 401k they had three jobs ago. So, like, well, let's let's go track down that money. Um, there's There are literally millions of dollars that are lost in old 401ks because a business goes out of you know, company goes out of business. Wow. Um, the person moves mm-hmm. and they just, they forget about it. And yeah. they're like, I don't know where my money was. I'm like, well, call your, your human resources. Oh, that company doesn't exist anymore. Wow. There's not a big resource of, we, there's not like a, a database where we could call and see if there's any lost money. Like, we don't know. Like, maybe you have a, maybe it was $3,000 at the time, but you had it in an aggressive portfolio. And 20 years later, well, now it's Mm -hmm, $90,000. That could make a difference in somebody's retirement life if you could find them an extra $90,000, $100,000. So it's making sure they're not losing those little bits of money because those little bits of money could add up quickly. Right, definitely. Well, right now we're going to take a quick moment and recognize one of our sponsors. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be one of the largest private nonprofit universities founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Thank you for your support, National University, and to all of our sponsors and our partners. And now, Kimberly, back to your show. Thank you. Well, we're back to Smart Money Moves, and with us today is Michelle Farrell of MKM Advisors. Uh, Before we took the break, she was talking about uh, her different clients. She works with business owners as well as individuals and some of the differences. But let me ask you, what are some of the biggest mistakes that people make when it comes to retirement planning? Not planning. Um, There's three, three, really three big enemies that comes to your money. Uh, one is inflation, and mm-hmm. if you've been paying attention to the news, we know that inflation has been averaging 6 to 7% um, over the past few months. So you mm-hmm. want to make sure that you're, you're planning to have your money grow along with it. The, the second enemy is taxation. So it's not knowing how your money is being taxed when you save it, as it grows, and then when you're pulling it out in retirement. And the third thing is really the biggest thing that we could do is procrastination. Uh, There's so many times where I sit down with somebody, I connect with them, 
And then I come up with a plan. I'm like, are you willing to get started? They're like, well, no. Hmm. And I'm like, well, let me go ahead and just show you a compound interest calculator if you wait one to two years. And because of the rule of 72, which mm-hmm. Albert Einstein called it the, the eighth wonder of the world, which just right. cracks me up because we'll learn about the pyramids <laughs> and the Nile, but we won't yeah. learn how our money doubles over time. Right. And basically, if you take 72, you divide it by the interest that's being earned. So let's say we're getting a moderate 8% rate of return. That means your money's going to double every nine years. Mm-hmm. So let's say you wait three or four years and you don't put it in that moderate aggressive. Well, you've lost your, you've lost four years of your, of your money being doubled. And so I've seen it where waiting two to three years to cost somebody two, $300,000 in retirement. And I don't know about you, Kimberly, but I know if I had an extra two to $300,000 in retirement, I'm going to travel a lot more. I'm right. not going to have to worry about is Social Security going to be around for me right. I, because I know that I took care of myself first. So procrastination is honestly the biggest thing that people, that's the biggest mistake that people make is Definitely. getting started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because that's what I find also. It's amazing the number of people that just, they're in their 50s and their 60s and literally have done nothing you know, and like you were talking about, people leave their jobs and they don't know where their money is. They don't even bother to check to reevaluate what they have in their company plans, you know, and then they right. leave the company. They don't bother to roll it over. You can always roll your money over many times and they don't do that. And they, they look to retire and they have nothing, you know, and Social Security isn't very much, you know. I know you said your mom had less than $1,300. You know, it's, it's not a lot to live off of. And I've met a lot of people that are just on Social Security because they didn't plan well. And that's where education is important. I'm so glad because I I have a passion for financial literacy also. I've been going. I started a couple years ago going into the community, actually before the pandemic, going into the community and churches and what have you and talking about financial literacy. It's very important because it's not taught in schools. And, you know, we have to get the word out there. Right. And and. And people are like, well, I'm in my, you know, so, so, sorry, I'm in my 20s. I don't have kids. I don't have a house. Like, I'm trying mm-hmm. to pay off all of the student loan debt that I have. You know, I'm on an entry-level, you know, salary. You know, I'll wait until I, you know, I make more money or I get my student loans paid off. But now now you've got the kids and the house and the marriage. So you're like, okay, well, let me just get my kids, you know, through preschool or right. you know, get them out of daycare. And then now they're like, well, now my kids are in sports. And now they're, now they're 18, and they're like, well, now they're going to school. Well, the thing is, is if you started when you were in your 20s and saved, you know, $200 a month for until you retired, you could have had the same amount of money if you waited until you were 45. But instead of saying $200 a month, now you've got to save $2,000 a month. Right. Well, I know right. I would much rather pay, save $200 a month than $2,000 a month any given day. So mm-hmm. it's it's that going back to that compounding interest and how much time, like time is the one variable we could have, we, we can never make up for. It's the right. one thing once it's gone, like it's gone. And so that's the biggest thing is, you know, it's not only do I have the money, but do I, do I have the time left? Um, I'm going to use a personal experience. Um, so I procrastinated on getting life insurance for myself. And then when I was um, when I was in my late 30s and 40s, I had a, some significant health challenges where I am no longer insurable. Oh wow! Um, with yeah, and now I get to, I'm to the point where I'm able to get life insurance, but it's 
it cost me about 10 times more than it would have at age 20 or 30. Mm -hmm. And it's only for a fraction of the death benefit without those living benefits. Um, So procrastination can not only affect when you're saving money, but when you're trying to protect your assets, it could eliminate some of the options that you have on the table today because you never know when you're going to get hit with cancer, you're going to have a major um, injury. Maybe you, you got COVID and now you have this, you could possibly have some chronic effects from that. And all of these little things along with your age affects your insurability, mm-hmm. um, which I know we're talking about retirement planning. But one of the things that eliminates the money that you saved for your 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s is a major health catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Where now you're Definitely. using retirement savings to um, maybe you had to retire early um, because you're not no longer able to work. Maybe your spouse has to retire early because now you need a caregiver. Maybe you need some medication. So instead of you know having your your mortgage paid for, you had to sell your house and now you're renting. So mm, right. as much as people don't think about life insurance as long time retirement planning, there's a lot of insurance policies that have living benefits. So you ha- if you have a heart attack, cancer, stroke, you have a long-term care event, you can use that death benefit while you're still alive so you don't drain all of the equity you have in your home. You can still replace your salary. You can help pay for some of those medical bills. So people think it's two separate things, and it really comes into one package. You want to look at the overall picture. Right, definitely. Now, uh, Michelle, just in case our listeners want to reach you after our show, how would you like our listeners to contact you? Oh, thank you um, for that opportunity, Kimberly. There's, um, I'm on social media. You can find me at Michelle Knows Money, and Michelle's with one L, so M-I-C-H-E-L-E. Um, I have a Facebook page. I have a Instagram page. You can find me on LinkedIn um, as Michelle Farrell. Or you could go to my website, um, www.opfa.com, or mm-hmm. you could call me directly at 909-367-3208. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, now, um, I know right now if people are paying attention, they're seeing maybe some dips in their retirement money and their investments. Um, you know, a lot of things are going on in the world. When should people be afraid of the market volatility? Um, it, it, when you're when you're looking at like you're ready to open that retirement door, so people that are in their 30s, 40s, and sometimes even early 50s, you still have time. Historically, when you look at the S and P 500, which is the, the top 500 companies on Wall Street, U.S. based equities, um, every every 10 years you're going to have seven positive and three negative. So what we want to try to do is void you being it. In that 10-year span, you starting your contributions or pulling your money out on one of those negative years. So mm-hmm. the people that are in their 20s, 30s, 40s, even early 50s, because if, if you have somebody that plans on retiring in their late 70s, you could still use that 50s. Is do you have do you have a 10-year cycle that you would be able to recover from? Because what happens is somebody will freak out. And they will pull all of their, it's like, I'll use 2020 as a perfect example when COVID happens. And the difference that making a quick reaction will, ha- will affect you. This couple was actually in retirement um, 
the market went down, you know, their, their portfolio went down over 20% because they didn't talk to an advisor. They were already pulling money out of their 401k to live on. Um, so they went from about 650000 to about 450000 in about a month span. And we had a conversation with them, and I said, don't move your money because the market is going to rebound. Mm-hmm. Let's take a small percentage of it. Let's put it where, you know, we could protect it over the next couple of years for the money that you need to live on. But anything that's beyond the next two to three years, let's, let's use this market growth because over the next 10, we know there's, it's going to come up. Well, the market basically completely rebounded by about September of uh, 2021, mm-hmm. um, actually 20, 2020. So within about a six to seven month period, they would have been able to capture most of what they had already lost if they hadn't made any moves. So it's not only looking at what you need to be concerned is that all of your money is attached to the same portfolio, the same risk portfolio. And a good advisor, when you sit down to them with them, they'll they'll ladder it out. And what I mean by that is, what do you need immediately? The next six to six months to a year. Let's put that in cash. Let's not even put that in an investment. Let's look at the next couple of years. Maybe we put that in some kind of bond portfolio, something that has very little risk, but you could you could still earn a couple of percentage points. And then let's look at the next the next you know three to seven years. And let's put that in a little bit more moderate um, portfolio. And then your seven to nine, we even get a little bit more aggressive. And then 10 year out, we go, uh, go really aggressive. So as we're younger, most of our money is going to sit kind of in that 10 year bucket. So it's going to be more aggressive. Mm-hmm. And then every year as an advisor, we look at, okay, we have this pile of money. What do, like, when do we need to spend what? And do we need to make any adjustments? And when you're doing that, then it doesn't matter what the market's doing because you know your money is in the right spot. Because even though you're 65 and you're on the doors of retirement, doesn't mean you're going to spend that whole million dollars you saved up for retirement your first year. So right. some of that money you can still afford to have aggressive and you still want it to be aggressive. You just don't want all of it in that same portfolio. And that's why it's really important to sit down and find out what what are what are you going to do in retirement? Because maybe the first two to three years they're going to go and they're going to visit grandkids and they're going to go travel, but now they're they're seventy seventy five, lifestyles tend to change. So they're like, no, I'm going to I'm going to sit at home a little bit more. My I'm going to mm-hmm. make my grandkids come to me. Um, so maybe they're not spending as much money on travel, but maybe now we're looking at okay, maybe there's some healthcare issues that are coming up. So it's looking at what stage that they're in in their life and what they are doing. Um, and then it's looking at, is your, let's make sure that your money is going to last as long as you do. So right. maybe it's putting it in a vehicle that's going to guarantee a lifetime income stream, which you don't get with a 401k. Um, a pension you used to, a defined benefit plan you used mm-hmm. to, but not your 401ks, not your SEP IRAs or your regular traditional IRAs. So it's looking at also where is your money? Um, you know, what kind of investment is it in? What kind of vehicle is it in? Um, because a sports car and a semi-truck is going to get you there the exact same way, but it's gonna, some is going to take a little bit longer. Some is going to be a little bit more fuel efficient. So you want to look at what vehicle is it and does it make sense for what my, my destination is. Right. 
Wonderful. Um, why should someone use a financial planner? You know, that's a great question, especially with this, I could do it myself. And a lot of the, the big wire firms even have commercials. You know, you could do it yourself. Right. Uh, but think about, like, think about great athletes, LeBron James, you know, um, Mike Trout. They have a coach. You know, LeBron mm-hmm. James has a shooting coach. Mike Trout has a hitting coach. Um, even doctors, professionals, like we have coaches and mentors because we have blind spots. Um, so we don't know what we're missing because as a, as a lay person, like it's not our job to know all of the ins and outs and what are the new, what's the new t- different types of investments out there. Should I be investing in cryptocurrency? What's the difference between that and an, and an ETF or a mutual fund? Um, we know as a financial planner, it's our job to know everything that's out there and be able to pick what's there for you. Just like if you needed to have brain surgery, you wouldn't operate on yourself. You would leave that to right. the expert, right? So I have clients that are like, well, I, I like investing. I like getting on TD Ameritrade or another type of platform like that. And I like buying stocks and selling stocks and following the market. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well, make that a small part of your portfolio. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't, unless you're an architect or properly trained, you wouldn't build your own house. So why would you build your own financial house? Right, right. That's very good. Yeah, that's good because um, I've run into individuals myself that, well, I'm okay. I don't need anything. You know, I do it myself. Like you say, they go on TD Ameritrade or, or, or like um, when I sit down with a client even concerning insurance because I do a lot of the indexed annuities and indexed life insurance, which has the living benefits and then it gives you a way that you can save up for your future. You can use it to save for your retirement, as you know. Mm-hmm. But you have individuals that – you know, I guess they have these online accounts. You can buy your own insurance. You don't have to deal with a, an agent. You just do it yourself. But I think it's better to have a relationship with someone who you trust, like a trusted advisor who can guide you and direct mm-hmm. you and look at your total picture and give you the right advice. So I think, right. you know. So you could, yeah, and to, to piggyback on that, so you could have somebody that only, that only will buy the mutual funds or the specific portfolios for you. You have somebody that's more fee-based that could actually actively manage the accounts, or you could sit down with a financial planner. Um, so I do both. I do fee-based management where I charge a percentage of assets under, under um, to, to manage the accounts, make sure that we're in the right place. Or I could charge a flat financial planning fee um, where if they're like, I want to manage everything myself, but I want you to tell me, kind of give me the blueprint. Um, we could do that too. And so we would sit down, we would still have the same conversations, and I'm like, these are the type of portfolios you would want to be in, and we could still do an annual review. Um, and then you just pay an hourly rate to get that, that consulting done. Hmm, right, that's great. Now, again, um, in case someone came in a late, um, some of our listeners may want to get in touch with you after the show. How would you like, the, like your listeners to contact you? So the, the easiest way is telephone. Um, my direct number is 909-367-3208. You can mm-hmm. also find me on social media as Michelle Knows Money um, or NKM Advisors, um, or you can reach out to me via our website at opfa.com. Great, great. Now, um, 
you, what are some major accomplishments that you've had? I, I really, I'm really enjoying talking to you. You've, you have a wealth of knowledge, and I'm sure that our audience is enjoying it also. But tell us some of your accomplishments recently that you've had. Um, so my biggest accomplishment actually happened right as COVID was breaking out in 2020. Um, I was doing an interview with the Los Angeles Tribune, and they're a, a big um, newspaper and media um, organization here based in Southern California, and they named me actually the 2020 Los Angeles Tribune Financial Advisor of the Year because of all of the education that I do um, in the community where I go to different community events. Um, I've held seminars in um, the local libraries. I've done dinner seminars and, um, you know, done Facebook Lives to really just educate the community on what is the will of 72? What are the different types of insurance? What are some things to look about, look at when I'm thinking about a financial planner? So it's giving back to the community um, that really got me recognized as um, as the advisor for of the year for for Los Angeles Tribune. That was a big a big big honor, um, especially since there's 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 such a wealth of of advisors um, that were. We're up mm-hmm. for that honor. So very, very oh, blessed. Wonderful. Here, Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, Thank I hear you. your passion. You. I hear your passion, particularly regarding financial literacy, because that's a passion that I have also. I love that you're going into the community, particularly as far as helping women, you know, because I like what you said about how women, once they're educated about investing, they tend to invest in a way that they end up having higher returns than the men. You know, but um, and I've yeah. heard that also that a lot of times women can be very conservative initially, but when they really know what they're doing, they know how to get out there and, and do what they need to do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and a lot of times, especially the baby boomer environment, um, when a married couple went in, a lot of times the male advisor would talk to the husband, and mm-hmm. so now we have a, a lot of widows that don't want to deal with the male advisors that didn't hear them for the past ten or twenty years. And so they're looking for new advisors as well. So it's always important to have that second opinion. Right, great. Well, I've really enjoyed talking with you. You are just wonderful. I wish you much success in the future. And I know we've never personally met, but I'm looking forward to us meeting uh, one-on-one at maybe one of the events that we have at CWI. But, um, again, I want to say thank you. And uh, that's our show for today, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'd like to say thank you to Michelle Farrell for being our special guest today. And a special thanks to all of our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show. Now, after our show today, you can listen to Women Lead Radio on subscription podcasts, specifically Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. We are expanding fast to a daily radio show. And for now, we'll be back again for another Women Lead Radio show Mondays, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, and Fridays, 2 p.m. Pacific Time. It has been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening, and have a great week. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.